This is the World According to Us Update with Arnell and Maloney. In the words of Louisville Mayor Craig Greenberg, this is not a partisan issue. This is a matter of life and death. We're talking about the latest mass shooting in America in Louisville, where the mayor actually lost close friends in that shooting. Another case where somebody who had mental issues got a gun legally and shot up a bank where he had been working. It happens so often now that when I hear it, it's almost like, well, it's like a car accident. By the way, the governor, uh, Andy Bashir in Kentucky, too, lost one of his closest friends, yeah, Kath. Yeah, that's right. In that bank shooting, and he was shedding tears. And then I saw Craig Greenberg, the uh, the mayor, and, and, and I caught him in a news conference right after that unfolded. And he was talking about praying, prayers, prayers, prayers. But they're also saying something uh, that they said in Kentucky that I thought, and, and even in Nashville, they're starting to talk about this a little bit, about giving states, uh, local cities, cities yeah. more freedom to create their gun, uh, gun legislation but, laws, but you know what? even That's, outside of the state. We parameter. don't need a patchwork quilt of no, this. We need federal legislation, yep. first and foremost, that bans these military-style assault weapons and the, the uh, ammunition that goes with them. Right, those large-capacity clips. Yep. Uh, and meanwhile, we have certain Congress people <clears throat> wanting to make the AR-15 the national gun. George Santos among those putting well, his we can discount, name on that. Well, we can that. discount that. <laughs> and Lauren Boebert? <laughs> Lauren Boebert? That we, can't, that we can't discount. That's what she... She takes pictures. Her Christmas cards are with an AR-15. I, I mean, mean... It's sick. It's, it's sick it's in sick. this country now. It is sick. Okay, we'll never get rid of the Second Amendment. There was an, an op-ed editorial by one of the Supreme Court justices, I think Stevens... Yeah. A few days ago, maybe a week ago, saying yep. that yep. we should repeal the Second Amendment. But the problem is to do that, you need really tremendous support, and we'll never get it in this country. There are just too many people who, who love their guns. It's not going to happen. I mean, you need majority supports from the states and from Congress. It's not going to happen. You're not going to have that but kind I of can, an amendment. I, can, but, I would feel yeah. that a step in the right direction would yep. be a ban on these military-style assault well, weapons. Well, let me—and we had a case study because we had that 10-year assault weapons ban that sunsetted in 2004, and the only way that they could even get that was by putting a sunset date on it. Mm. But when they had that the uh, assault weapons ban, the numbers of the mass shootings and gun killings went down. They went down. They went down. And then it sunsetted, and good luck on trying to get that reinvigorated again. But I've got to tell you about the assault weapons ban, Keth, from so many years I was against that idea because I th- I was subscribing to that people kill, the guns don't. The people kill, the, du- the guns don't. And why should we take away the right of somebody who wants to have one for whatever reason, which well, I could well, never explain. why do you expl- need something well, like that? I, that's where I'm going. You, I could never explain why, but I still did not want to take away their right to own one. Now, And, since, and I mean, I agree. You yeah. know, it's true that it's the human being behind the gun that pulls right. the trigger. However... If the human being who, and in, in I think, almost all cases, this person had mental issues, 
right? That's usually always yes. comes out, including in this Louisville shooting now. Yes. The guy, the family was concerned about depression issues, yep. but they never thought that he was capable of doing anything like this. Absolutely right. In fact, there was a quote from the mother or the father said, while Connor, Connor Sturgeon, uh, like many of his contemporaries, had mental health challenges, which we as a family were actively addressing, Mm -hmm. there were never any warning signs or indications that he was capable of this shocking act. You know, Kath, I have a problem with that as well. These parents that, you know, even with with a former uh, school shooting at Oxford High School, I think it was in Michigan it took place, where the kid was very troubled and he went to school the and he ended up... 15-year-old. Yeah, yeah, crumbly. yeah. yeah. Crumbly, e- yeah. Crumbly, right. Right. So the parents there... Uh, are going to stand trial on four counts yeah. of involuntary manslaughter for the four deaths that their son Ethan caused in November 2021. But see, I have now, a problem yeah. with that. Go ahead. I have a problem with that. I don't, but go ahead. I mean, how far do you go with these things? The next thing you know, the parents will be held responsible for everything their kids do. Parents are not perfect. Parents make mistakes. I don't think you can legislate parenthood. I think that's a dangerous line to cross. What about common sense in parenthood? What about in the fact in the Crumbly case, Kath, earlier on the day of that shooting, they were called to the school for a meeting, right? The teacher had discovered a drawing with a gun pointing at the words, the thoughts won't stop, help me. Then they had pictures, I think I remember, of blood or something like that. And then they called the parents to the school, and they wanted them to take him out of there, and they didn't take him out. Well, why uh, did, I wondered, I I know, the parents did not take the child out of school, which is crazy. But why didn't the school then call police or Child Protective Services and say, hey, look, there's a problem here? Right. Right. They should have done so, that immediately. So, okay, so now do, now do we extend that to charging the school with some kind of negligence? Where does it stop? The, the person who pulled the trigger is the person responsible. There could be legislation that requires certain protections be taken in a home where there is a firearm, and I would not be opposed to a ban on anyone under 21 owning or using a firearm. Because in the in so many of these cases, yeah. these are kids. These are teenagers. They're, they are kids and they're teenagers. And by the way, with the Crumbly case, Kath, when you say how far can we go, uh, but you do think that, that in that particular case that the parents who didn't take the kid home knew that there was trouble. Uh, he and his mother spent a day, listen mm-hmm. to this, Kath, testing out a yeah. gun which was stored unlocked in the parents' bedroom. You don't have a problem with those when there's a, that direct connection. You don't have a problem with the parents being charged. You're worried about... I do have a, tr- a problem with the even, parents. E- whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, hold well, on a second. For, keeping, even, for irresponsibly storing the gun, yes, that's that's fine. But should the Crumley's parents have been charged on four counts of involuntary no. manslaughter no, for the four deaths? No, because they didn't kill. They did, they're not the ones who killed. But they knew that he had severe psychological problems. They were summoned to the school. The mother went out with him. I think right, the father took him to a shooting range or something like that. By the way, when when this when the school called and they said they caught him, they were telling the, the the mother, you know, we caught him with these pictures or whatever. The mother texted the kid in school, and I quote here, 
LOL, I'm not mad at you. Mm. You have to learn not to get well, caught. Well, she, so you don't think that that parent, too. Kathleen, but you no. don't think that she... I, I don't understand I, it. I just, How can they not be charged with involuntary manslaughter when they aided and abetted this most heinous act? I, I just don't want to go there. I don't want to... Ex- I, don't, I, I don't want to legislate parenthood. If it's, if it's that, it'll extend to something else and something else and something else. There are plenty of bad parents who are not taking good care of their kids. But in the end, when it comes to killing someone, it's the person who actually does it who is responsible. I disagree with you vehemently that uh, parents should not be held responsible. And what about uh, the case in Virginia where a... Um, the six-year-old. A young mother... Yeah is now indicted right. in the case of her her six-year-old son bringing a handgun. This time it was a handgun. Right. And Surprised the kid didn't have an assault weapon at six. That's the new thing. Could, so. could a six-year-old even handle something like that? I hope not. I hope not. But um, at, at least it was a handgun and the teacher was wounded, not killed. Right. So the mom there charged with child neglect... Mm-hmm. And also has been charged with felon, yeah, felony child neglect, uh, a misdemeanor for recklessly leaving a loaded firearm around a child. Now, in that particular case, Kath, they did reach out. The superintendent of the school system was fired. The assistant principal resigned in that situation, and another person, administrator, was was sent to another school. And they're saying the reason that those actions took place was because those people were aware of the severity of what the damage might be or the action that might occur and they didn't do enough to so so let me let me take this one step further Kath Mm. should the superintendent of the system who they say had direct knowledge of all of this should he have been fired when they didn't immediately call as you said a couple of minutes ago the police uh, youth and family services is anybody else culpable here? Well, I do think that the school authorities are culpable because yeah. they have an obligation to protect the other students. Right. And they did not do that. I'll tell you what I can't get past here. I cannot get past that you do not believe that the crumbly parents should not be charged in this case after she texted to the kid, LOL, I'm not mad at you while he was in school, as I said a couple of minutes ago when he, they discovered all of these crazy drawings. When the mother spent the day, listen to this, testing out the gun, yeah. okay? Uh, I think the father bought him or the mother bought him the gun while they knew that he had all of these mental health deficiencies. And you, Kathleen Maloney, still maintain that there should not be any legal ramifications for the well, parents. I Let's be clear I, on that. I, I, I didn't say legal ramifications. If they were irresponsibly storing the weapon, then they need to be held accountable for that. As right. far as being bad parents, there are no laws against being a bad parent. There are plenty of them out there in many capacities. And obviously the parents have something wrong with them too when you look at their behavior concerning firearms. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And um, Maybe the but- child should have been taken away from them and put in a foster home or put in a juvenile facility if he had problems. Or at least the investigation of that thing getting underway the morning that the kid came to school. Well, I think that's the school that dropped the ball on that. Yeah, no. Well, the school and the parents, both. But we already know now that there's something wrong with the parents. Both, both. And it worries me that you 
enact a law like that in this instance and every single parent whose kid goes out and does something wrong now all of a sudden is criminally responsible for that act. You know, by you not wanting to hold the parents responsible for the actual shooting criminally, right? Uh, that's almost like me listening to a politician saying, we've got to pray. We've got to pray, no. pray, because you. we've got to pray for the victims, for their families, oh, for please. their friends. Prayers but are you over. Don't, but We're you, beyond praying we in are this beyond, country. We are beyond praying and in I this country. And I wish people would stop saying I, that. I, I've got to tell you, it's going to take me at least 24 to 48 years. <laughs> you thought I was going to say hours. Uh, to try to process your take on not legally charging parents or holding them well, uh, I, I don't think that we can for... hold parents criminally accountable yeah, I, I for, for everything so. their kids do. And if you take the step in this case or in yeah. this instance, yeah. it will go on and on and on. You we do like... have irresponsible parents, but I don't think that, that that belongs in the legal system, in the justice system. You, There's another place where that belongs. You sound like the NRA saying, well, we can't do anything else as far as gun control laws are concerned because it's just going to go on and on and on and on. No, 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 I believe in it. No, that's not true. I, I'm not there saying you There are two different things here, Gary. There are parents and there are yes, guns. They're right, not the same. But what same. I'm saying is that somehow I, I find an equivalency here in where you're saying it can go on and on and on and on and on and eventually they're going to take your guns away. That's that's the premise of their ideology as far as the Second Amendment is concerned. Well, I personally but, wouldn't have a problem with that, look, but we, since we do have that Second Amendment yeah. and we're stuck with it... Wait a minute. So you're okay. Take the guns... I would take the guns, yeah. ...away from everyone. Just take the but, guns away. Then nobody can shoot anybody. Don't Yay! Charge, don't charge the parents. Right. Okay. Now, just two quick things here. And then, and we're then, go to and the, then look, at, yeah. look at what's going to happen. How long do you think this is going to be a long legal battle? Uh, dragged out in the oh, courts. Yeah. No, It'll absolutely. Be appealed. And meanwhile, right. meanwhile, yeah. there are a dozen other shootings in the country. So what did it do for this issue? Nothing. Here, listen, this it didn't is, help the gun problem. This is worth the recitation here for 25 seconds. When you talk about the other shootings, there's been, through the date that we're doing this podcast, Kath, 146 mass shootings in the state this year, leaving more than 175 in dead. In the country, Four, not the and, state. And, I'm sorry, yes, in the, st- in the country, 475 injured. These numbers are fluid. You know, they could be changing as we're speaking. Oh, by the time this podcast uh, is published, those numbers I'm are sure up. it'll increase. Right. Since 2014, this is, this is important when people think about gun control. The U.S. has averaged more than one mass shooting a day, yeah. according to the Gun Violence Archive, which is a very, very credible organization. But all those and, statistics don't yeah. seem to have an effect on anybody. No. We are the most heavily armed civilian population yeah. in the world. And here's the final note on this, Kath. 46% of American households own at least one firearm. Do you realize 46%, 32% say they individually own a firearm? And what this means is that more than 81.4 million Americans own guns. And that's only for adults over 18. We know, you know, the kids underneath the age of uh, yeah, and also the problem it, so. with all these mental health checks yep. and it doesn't work because all of these mass shooters have some kind of a mental problem right nobody with uh, a certificate insanity yeah. is going out and do this you know i have i just got to tell you this real quick then we go to the odd and the opie one two three four five six things that arnell would do 
to try to rectify the gun violence and all these mass shootings in this state. You First blame all, the parents, which is ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Let me make that seven now. Blame <laughs> the parents. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, and then I just put an asterisk next to it. Try to convince Maloney mm-hmm. that her opinion on this is absolutely insanity. So, number one, Kath, ban assault weapons, absolutely. right? Absolutely. I agree there. Okay. Number two, ban large capacity magazines. Right. All right. Number three, universal background checks. Like you said, stop with these little puzzle pieces. Right. Uh, you know, I'm a big advocate of Tenth Amendment states' rights, but in certain certain instances... Uh, you've got to invoke something that is universal. This is a national emergency. It's a national emergency. It is a national emergency at this point. And I think maybe the president needs to declare it as such. Uh, Good thought. He's another one with the prayers and and wishes for the family. Yeah, but he's a little more... But he hasn't done anything. He's not leading on this. Well, no, to say that he hasn't done anything is not correct. He's given it lip service. No, no, no. They they passed those, uh, last year, I guess it was, the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, Kath, which uh, did a lot of things, uh, closing some loopholes, money for the states for intervention programs, the red flag laws. It was the first legislation, I'm trying to remember, that was passed in like 25 years or anything with gun violence. So he does do, his activities uh, are more than just lip service. Effective, right? Because it stopped no. all these. Ma- oh, it's been so effective. No. Really well, let me, effective. Let, let me just ask it's you done one. Nothing. Let me just ask you one question. If somehow one life, one, were saved by this interim piece of legislation that passed, would it have been worth the act if we saved one person's we life? We need to save every life, not just I, one. No, I'm, I'm not with satisfied that. with one. No. 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 Okay. All right. Ban assault weapons, ban large capacity magazines, universal background checks, and you also agreed safe, secure laws in mm-hmm. the home. What about a universal waiting period? I think in Tennessee, Keth, at that school, yeah. uh, they had no waiting period whatsoever. Ever. There are some, most states have, not most, but at least 50%, I think, have seven to 10 days. And then I think also universally, besides the universal background checks, universal red flag laws in every yeah. state where, uh, you know, a family member, someone else can go report to the police. I think there's something wrong with this person mentally, mental incapacitation. And then they have a right to take the gun away and then hold it for a certain amount of time until an investigation is complete. And I, I wish, think if we I do those that, things, we're in yeah, good shape. We, Not good it would shape, certainly, but it would, it would certainly help. help, and right, it would right, be a very right. good step in the right direction. But right, I right. just wonder why people who know that they have family members or yeah. friends yeah. who are struggling with a mental illness, and then, and then they know that these people have purchased firearms, mm-hmm. don't they think that that's a warning sign that something horrible is going to happen? And why don't they do something about it? In your domain, they're not too concerned because you don't think that they should be charged legally with that vast knowledge, personal knowledge of what's going on in the kid's life. You don't see any any reason for the law to get involved with charging them. No, you just I, don't, I don't want that to be a criminal issue. It should, though, be a societal issue. A cultural issue. And something that everybody is on board with. We need people to step up. By we, the way, we can't Kathleen, legislate everything, Gary. No, we cannot. We need people to legislate how to behave and how to act in America, in our culture. That's it, it, what we need to legislate. So. Just so partisan. All people oh, care absolutely. about are yep. which side of the issue they're on, instead of 
what's best for everyone. And that partisanship has contributed to the mania in the United States of America. There's no doubt about there it. By the way, Kath, uh, we you're you're manic sometimes when you when you tell me don't hold the parents. Uh, oh wait, I just looked up manic, and if you use your picture, and this is on Wikipedia, can best be described as an individual. Uh, podcast slash talk show host slash news anchor who feels that parents should not be held responsible in any capacity legally via the criminal justice system. This has been opposed by many organizations, and so the definition of maniac uh, would be apropos if you did not support her ideology. That's in Wikipedia. I I just read it. I just say that you cannot legislate parenthood, and I really don't think we want to go there. You do not want to miss this. The Odd and the Offbeat is straight ahead with Arnell and Maloney. There it is. Dollar Store Bell. Big investment into the show. Uh, and if you're thinking it was a buck and a quarter, I want you to know it was only a dollar because it was before uh, prices went up with inflation. The so. bargain bell. The bargain bell, baby. A buck, not a buck and a quarter. So yesterday, Kathleen, mm-hmm. I call call my neighbor over, uh, yell over the fence. We had one of those, uh, like a, a pool that you fill up. It was 12 feet wide and I think 36 inches deep, had a filter in it. You know, not a tremendous thing like a blow-up. And when, when Raina and I were taking it down last year, my daughter, we could only get the water out to a certain level, and then it was too heavy and we couldn't lift it, so we let it sit all winter. You're lucky. It was a mild winter and it didn't uh, freeze. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Go to take the pool. He's going to help me get the rest of the water out. And I say to him, I'm, what we want to do is, once we get the water out, hang the pool over my back fence, which is my other neighbor's, mm. you know, backyard on the other side. And it's a big one of those white uh, plasticky, I don't oh, know what yeah. you call them. Okay. So he says to me, very nice guy, Vance. He says to me, look, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to help get the water out but I can't help you hang it over the fence. And I said, why not? He said, because it's not the neighborly thing to do without asking. (laughs) Listen to this. Wait, wait. Did you ask the other neighbor if you could do that? Let me give you the history here. He said, you know, we're all neighborly. He said, you know that I'm honest with everything. I said, yeah, well, let me tell you what the stimuli is for the impetus for me saying I'm going to do, throw it over the fence and not check with the guy. Okay. Over the winter, he's got a big tree in his backyard, my neighbor, mm-hmm. and, and the, there was a high wind day, a lot of branches broke down and broke a section of this fence in my backyard between myself and- Is it and your fence or his fence? It's, it's my fence. You put okay. up the fence? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, in fact, I said to him, what, you know how I'm always looking to save a buck? Mm. When, when I put the fence up, I said to him- do you want to split this part of it? Because it's, you know, you have it around the other parts in your backyard. You just have a chain link over there. No, I don't like them because it prevents me from speaking with my neighbor. I don't talk to the guy in general. Oh, okay. okay. So I paid for the fence. Okay. okay Here's what happened. You wanted it and he didn't. That, that's okay. fair. All right. The branches come down and they take out like the middle section of one of the panels. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he doesn't say to me, Oh, sorry that that happened. Uh, you know, it was. It, I wasn't looking for any kind of financial because I put yeah, it through right. my homeowners. Mm. Well, I thought about it. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe if I could double dip. Yeah, right. And I'm maybe, sure you were thinking about I it. I thought about it for a minute. 
but then I, I for some reason, uh, I let it go. So what happened was the thing comes down in my fence. He doesn't apologize, doesn't even come over, say anything to me at all. Mm-hmm. The next day, I go out there. What's in my backyard? All the broken limbs and branches he took from his backyard and threw them. (laughs) Listen to this. Through the opening of the fence. Yeah. Into my backyard. Okay. I was incensed. Not only did he not come over, express concern, apologize, nothing. Then I got out there. I picked up. I said, Raina, come out here, my daughter. We picked up everything that was on the ground and I chucked it back, back in through his yard. the fence. Oh yeah. no. You damn right. I took it right. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So I'm telling Vance this story and I say that's why I said I had actually hung this pool over his fence last year and I didn't this was before but it the was tree your, thing. it's your fence so you can hang the pool yes, over but your it, fence. But, but it's but it's but it hangs you know he's with, Well, it, he's you know he might damage your pool. He might do something to it if you hang it oh, overhanging his property. So I didn't hear from him last year. This was before the tree thing. Mm. But maybe because he thought it was my fence, he wasn't going to do anything. You know, how do but, you know that that guy doesn't have a, an assault uh, weapon? You're right. Yeah, I, I you, don't. <laughs> in this day and I, age, I, 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 I do you want to irritate that. someone to the point I, that they might do something like that? So I tell this to Vance, and he said, can we hang it over the side fence? And I said, well, we can't because it's not, we're not going to be able to stretch it all the way out. And it also partially goes behind a storage shed and who the hell knows what's crawling back there. I don't want to go back there and, you know, the whole thing. So he said to me, Gary, you know, I love you. He said, but I I can't part. I couldn't believe this. I can't partake (laughs) in lifting this thing up and putting it over the guy's face. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't have gotten involved with it either. You want to do it, hire someone to help you. That costs money. Yeah, well, if you can't do it yourself and your neighbor doesn't want to get involved. Uh, but what about my neighbor saying, he? how would my, my neighbor who whose backyard I'd be hanging this thing into, who did this to me with the tree, how would he know that my other neighbor, Vance, my good neighbor on the other side, helped me hang the pool over the fence? He might see him. He might see him doing it. And so then you he'll think get he shot ju- too. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you think he was justified then? Oh, absolutely. In refusing to help absolutely. me hang the pool. You're, you're lucky he helped you drain it. So what's the status of the pool now? I'll tell you it's what the status is. on the ground? Here, here, nope. Here's the status. Last year, it had, a, it had a couple of pinholes in the top rim that you blow up, you know, to keep the water in as you're filling it up, okay? When we looked at it, it was, it was on the ground because we left it out all winter. Mm. There were, it was like, sh- it, it, it was all torn up. Mm. You couldn't patch it. So my good neighbor, Vance, went and got contractor bags, and then he got a blade, and he sliced this pool up into a couple of pieces, folded it up, put it into these contractor bags, and then put it into his truck. He works for a municipality, and then he said, "I'll bring it in the morning." So he's he's genuinely a very nice oh, guy. Oh, so he got so you just wanted to put the the, the pool over the, pool the fence up. to annoy your neighbor? No, 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 no. I didn't know about the tears no. in the pool at that point. Hmm. So, but I got news for you. I have such animosity toward this guy. I might have hung it up there for three, four days before I took it to the dump on the weekend. <laughs> Like I said, you're you're risking your life in this day and age yeah, doing something yeah. like that. So, so now, I'm not so ang- now I'm you not... have to go out and buy an, a new pool. Yeah, now the big debate is do we want something that size or something a little bit smaller that you can just climb in, not even do a doggy paddle in, 
but just submerge <laughs> during, the, you know, during the, the warm weather. The, the, the oddest, I'm not good at taking the care oddest of those and most offbeat part yeah. of this story is, is the image of you floating around that inflatable in that pool. <laughs> and that's another edition of The World According to Us with Arnella Maloney. A friendly reminder, don't forget to like us, love us, and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And yes, the love will be returned. <laughs>